Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, October the 17th, 2019. We're in year C, proper 24, or the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. And today we're going to be in the New Testament in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 8 and 16 through 18. This is Paul's final salutations to Timothy. So I'll read that passage. I'll offer a couple of thoughts, uh, insight, and then I will pray some of those themes so that we can start our morning together and allow our souls rise up to meet God. Thanks for being with us this morning. Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 8, and then 16 through 18. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but all those who have longed for his appearing. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength, so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let me share just a couple thoughts from these final words from Paul in 2 Timothy. He's obviously uh, reflecting upon his life to his protege Timothy. And what I like about this is that he sees the end of his life and um, he seems to be sifting through the opportunity that he's had, perhaps the misses that have happened in his life as well. And he seems to put it all into perspective that it all belongs to God and that nothing was ever wasted. But what I particularly I'm fond of and what I find striking about this passage this time around when I read it is that a part in verses 16 and 17 where Paul is reflecting on how he's been hurt um, as a pastor. He was at a defense, it appears, and no one was there to defend him, but he says, all have deserted me. And you think that this would be a legitimate beef. Like he could say, man, if I could only have had you know, some defense and some support in this trying time, I think I would have had a little bit better go at it. But instead of dwelling upon the negative, Paul has learned to let it go. What I love about the New Testament is that we have a full panorama of Paul's ministry life. And early on, Paul didn't let everything go. Uh, Paul uh, took up disputes against people. He he accused Peter to his face, as he says in the book of Galatians. He's even doing some name-calling along the way. He feels misunderstood uh, with the Corinthian church. He's trying to appeal to Philemon uh, in a way which is, you know, conjoling him to receive an isthmus. And so here Paul is, is, has grown uh, in his walk with God, and he's learning to let things go. And um, he simply is handing his whole life over to God, and no longer does he want to hold a fence. Uh, but he wants to keep a short account with those who have let him down. And I think that is a, a wise admonition for all of us, that we can let things go. Uh, what eats in, at our lives and what starves our joy, what steals from us again and again, our past experiences, when maybe our expectations haven't been met and people have let us down, either legitimate expectations not being met or the things that we've cooked up on our own minds. 
and we've tried to place those impossible burdens on others and of course they didn't meet those expectations and we've held on to offense but what we hear what we see here is the heart of the gospel is that we can grow we can be transformed and we can learn to let it go and so maybe that is something that we should be praying for this morning is that there's a relational issue in our lives if there's uh, maybe a root of bitterness from some past experience that instead of rehearsing the details we allow the details to dissolve and we can learn to let it go and to hold no offense against anyone in our life just as god in christ holds no offense against us for any of our missteps missteps our wrongdoings and our sins So let's pray to God this morning that we would have the strength and the grace to let things go as we continue to pursue community with one another and righteousness before God. So let's spend some time praying this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. And as we prepare to face this day, as we uh, approach the shower, as we put on clothes, as we have our first cup of coffee, or maybe the second or third cup, as we get into our cars, as we wait in the car line at school, as we uh, face this day, first, our hearts are filled with gratitude, grateful because you've given us life and breath. You've also given us great community. You allowed us to perhaps dwell in families where we were loved and we learned the vital messages of grace. Perhaps um, we have co-workers that we love deeply and we, we don't know who we'd be if we didn't have these co-workers. Or you've placed us in a marriage where we outkicked our coverage, where we got a spouse that's better than what we deserve. Or we have kids in our lives. Or uh, we've got uh, friends that even though they've moved away, they've stayed in touch with us and we still have this vital connection. God, we thank you that you give us all things. You give us good gifts, in particular the gifts of community. God, we also understand and we admit that a community has unraveled in our lives, that we hold perhaps offense against people, that there is a lack of peace in vital relationships in our lives. And so instead of hiding it, instead of glossing over it, instead of seeking self-justification, we turn those relationships over to you and we grieve the loss. We are honest about the missteps. We are honest about how perhaps we have failed one another in relationships But we thank you for the wisdom that we see in Paul's life, that we don't have to rehearse all the pain, but we can learn to let it go, that we will hold no offense against anyone in our life. And so, God, there is a challenging relationship in each of our lives, and it's time for us to turn it over to you so that we can learn to let it go. So we don't do so with our own willpower. We know we can't do it that way, but we face you and we look at the gospel, which says that you no longer hold our sins and offenses against us, But now we have peace with God, so now we can seek peace with one another. We think that the scripture tells us to uh, make every single effort that we have to live in peace with all people. And uh, God, it is up to us to seek peace with people. And so God, this day we pray that you would give us the mind of Christ, that you give us the strength of Christ, that we might be able to let it go and to establish peace and to settle with those that we have something against. And so... Lord, I pray that you would help us, that you'd minister to us deeply, that we know that we are deeply loved by you, therefore therefore we can deeply love others. And so, God, we pray that you give us the grace, that you give us the faith, that you give us the gifts and the habits to live reconciled lives. Allow us to seek places of freedom uh, with each and every relationship that we have so that we can honor you in our relationships, that we can honor you in the way that we make friendships and establish community. So, God, help us to be courageous and to seek peace. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.